Hello, everybody, and welcome back to Listen to These Nerds. We are playing Lancer, The Reach of Stars. Um, I'm Joey, and I'll be running the game as usual. On my right, going around the table. Uh, I'm Jonathan, and I'll be playing Worm. Uh, I'm Harry, and I'll be playing uh, Noir. I'm John, I'll be playing Panoptica. I'm Chris, and I'll be playing Blitz. So we have a new player with us, Jonathan. Welcome. Yay! Yay! So uh, we're going to go into a little bit of uh, what happened last week and also do a little intro for you. So on the last session, uh, we uh, are, the team had to deal with a couple different uh, issues with their mission, including uh, enemy mechs that attacked you, a weird uh, landslide that happened... That and no one knows really what who triggered it. I mean, but that landslide was a hero <laughs> that you had to run away from and were almost crushed by. Yes, but a hero nonetheless. <laughs> and finally, a subaltern that had gone mad and attacked. That, that was two sessions ago, Joey. Yeah. I, yes. Okay. Fine. But previously on. Previously on. Yes. Uh huh. Now we gotta go get Goku's driver's license. Yeah. yeah. If, if memory serves, like last week's session involved giant worms from some. Worm snake things? Oh, yeah. Yes, yes. And a hijacked Barbarossa. Yes, yeah. The hijacked Barbarossa, the the uh, the realization that your APC wasn't the only one that was attacked, and, uh, you know, uh, the attack of some uh, under underground um, burrowing creatures. Local megafauna. Yeah. Hmm. If, uh, they are called prongs. What's the name of the uh, the megafauna? This type of land shark. All right, um, and yeah, uh, you guys eventually reached uh, Surya, which is the domed city uh, that exists on Trident. Um, it is a resource gathering um, city uh, with a central uh, resource uh, mining uh, operation. Um, and, uh, the dome can, keeps a consistent climate and is, is daytime 24-7. Is the, the prongs hate sunlight. Yes. Uh, and also it has to do with the fact that the, uh, the factory's always running. Ah, yes. Yes. But, okay, uh, so yeah, you guys did some, uh, downtime in the outer ring, um, which is the more suburban section of Surya. Uh, you uh, had found yourselves in a bed and breakfast run by a very nice lady who who had uh, offered you uh, lodgings, asked you about yourselves, um, and uh, yeah, you were all given these fake IDs uh, with your own names. Um, and uh, just to double check what everyone did during their downtime, I believe... Uh, Panoptica, you uh, were working on that hard drive from the uh, from the Everest that you, or sorry, the uh, yeah yeah sorry from the uh, from the enemy mech that you kind of cobbled together. Mm-hmm. Um, Noir, you were looking into information. Yeah. So the thing that I was trying to do was I was trying to figure out like if there was some common aspects between the subalterns. Mm-hmm. Specifically, I was wondering were they all built like on planet. Because his thinking was, if someone had to inject it into those, it would be very convenient if it was just something that they could, you know, do it with every subaltern. Mm. Because otherwise, they have to go around each individual subaltern and upload whatever that thing was that did it. Mm. So I'd imagine maybe that also included going through that subaltern like drive that we managed to remove. Mm. But I don't know if that would really ca- if that was lumped into that. Mm-hmm. Um, and finally, uh, Blitz, you got into a bit of a incident that you um, can't that you can't remember. Yeah, because uh, I went, I decided to go on a bar crawl, and because of that, I woke up with no memories and no money. But you had your dignity. I had my clothes. That's uh, that's the important part. So yeah. <clears throat> but all I can remember is that I actually had a great time. Yeah, whatever that might mean. I'm still not sure why or how, but I'll... Yeah, I just can't stop smiling thinking about that night. Yeah. That doesn't exist. He stumbles into the room, and then Noir has to give him, like, an impromptu medical examination, and it's like, you've suffered a light concussion. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right, so, uh, we're... Um, you were brought in, uh, specifically, so it's been... 
you guys have been resting for like about a day, mm -hmm. um, and uh, you get a ping from your uh, CO uh, Gen, who is the your union representative, um, who says that um, for uh, going <coughs> forward, um, you there will be another person being added to your unit. Um, we look forward to your results. Um, please welcome them with open arms. Four-man squad? Okay. Yeah, but Optica, you also get a ping on your CompCon, and it's a um, like message from War that basically says, like, oh, uh, after action report, for clarification from Command Captain uh, Amber, uh, to be forwarded to uh, Liaison Gen, Liaison Cash, and Security Officer Vice. And it's the after action report that he'd been working on. Okay, so... Yeah, so she'll, like, read through it. I assume it's just pretty factual. It kind of. It's factual in the sense that, like, you've seen, like, leaked things from Harrison Armory before in your collective, and this reads very much like a Legionnaire after action report. Like, you weren't taken out of the battle. Uh, you simply noticed that communications with the APC had ceased and went to investigate. Yeah, okay. So, uh, yeah, Panaka will, like, highlight the misinformation and, like, say... Please supply the correct information. And then we'll also highlight Vice. <laughs> and then be like, who? <laughs> the security... So yeah, you get a message back, Roger. The security officer we met when we came in. Remember we showed up and there was that woman that basically demanded what uh, we knew about the situation? Yeah, Madeline Weiss is the head of district Oh, Weiss. I thought, Weiss. I thought you said Vice. I was thinking, are you sending something to your, like... <laughs> my, my dummy plug? Yeah. <laughs> no, they're, this dummy plug is also named Weiss. This German pronunciation, the W is pronounced like a V. Ah. Um, yeah, no. Yeah, okay, so... It's like, are you sending this to your, to your dummy plug? <laughs> no, the security officer. Oh, her. Okay. Yeah, no, and then she'll say, you know, correct these, please. Then, yeah, you get back another one that's a bit more true to life of the thing. But yeah, it very much reads like uh, like a, like you've seen Legionnaire after action reports before. It reads very much like one of those. Uh huh. Yeah. No, that's just like going to, into the pile of of things that <laughs> <laughs> don't ask about. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Okay. And then she'll like forward that on. Yep. Once it's once it passes. <laughs> once it's like no 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 please stop doing this. I understand you're trying my best, but just please. <laughs> All right. So. Um... <clears throat> Blitz. Yes. Uh, you are groggily waking up, uh, mm -hmm. and uh, depending it, depending on how you decide to be dressed, you are dressed in whatever manner. Um, yeah, uh, Blitz sleeps shirtless. He's got a pair of pajama bottoms, but that's about it. Alright, so you walk into the common kitchen area, yeah. um, and you see, you see your, uh, and you see the jolly uh, proprietress of this establishment. Um, what what kind of food does Worm like to eat? Oh man, uh, he likes beans. All right, <laughs> dropping a big steaming bowl of beans. Sorry, can you please just show them what you've used as like your character picture because it's killing me. What? Yes, it's a worm. <laughs> <laughs> for reference, for those listening at home, it is a worm with a cowboy hat and a bandana. A literal earthworm. A lasso. Made in MS Paint. Yes. Yes. Um, With big googly eyes and a smile. You heed your last haul. <laughs> so, so yeah, the, uh, the the owner of the establishment is, is uh, placing a large bowl of what seems to be baked beans mm. in front of a man who looks like... Uh, so, Worm is... Uh, an actual earthworm. <laughs> yes, Worm is a, definitely not a worm. He's a human being. Uh, <laughs> you can't tell how tall he is because he's sitting down. Uh, and he is... So like you, shirtless, wearing uh, a large floppy hat, and he is looking so excited for these beans, like it's the first real meal he's had in weeks. Uh, what kind of hat is on his head? Like, like a big floppy 10-gallon hat? Like a farmer's hat? Like, like a like... farmer's hat. No, yeah, like a sun yeah. hat. Yes. All right. Uh, hi. Well, howdy there. Um, oh, uh, hey, I'm sorry, I don't... I think we've been acquainted on Blitz. He's gonna put his hands on the table and stand up and then walk towards you, put his hands and says, I'm Worm, nice to meet you. Worm? And yeah, I'm just gonna crack a grin and I'm gonna take his hand and... Excellent, excellent. Ooh. I read your profile on the way over. Thank you, hell of a grip there. 
Oh, you must be the new pilot. Yes. Awesome. Yes, I am. Oh, right. are you two? Uh, oh, well, isn't that nice? They brought in a new another one for you. Sure is, ma'am. Uh, yeah, yeah. Um, thank you for breakfast this morning, miss. Well, he just showed up and uh, he said he was looking for his. Uh, how did you? How did you say? My squad, my my new boys. Um, <laughs> me and the boys going on mercenary actions. <laughs> Yeah. Well, we're not entirely boys. We got two boys and a girl, but uh, yeah, it works for me. Okay, but yeah, there are three of us. Uh, have you met either of the other two yet? No, sir. Y'all is a gender All neutral right. term. <laughs> okay, then. Well, they'll be up soon enough. Yeah. Well, actually, when you woke up, Axel, you didn't actually see Noir in his bed. Uh, and at this point, Noir actually like. Wait, did, come. You, did you guys? Have, were you guys sleeping in the same room? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So, uh, at this point, Noir will Yeah, they're sleeping in the same room. I, I have my own one, because I have my entire, like... You're, you're, the other bed is the Omni-Hook. Yeah. <laughs> We've tucked it in. Yeah, so at this, uh, Noir actually, like, comes in through the front door, and you notice that he's got, like, bits of grease on his hands, like he's been working on something. It's like, oh, good, I made it before Chow. And he, like, sits down very matter-of-factly, and begins eating like a military person would, which is to say, as quickly as possible. Uh, hey, Noir! I'm gonna wait till Noir turns around and sees the fourth person here. Worm is gonna walk over and stick his hand out. Ha! Ah! Oh, as you scared me. Well, hi there, soldier. Didn't mean to startle you. Oh, you must be the new pilot. Uh, name's Worm. Nice oh. to meet you. Noir, pleasure. I'm assuming you've been briefed? Uh, yes, sir. Excellent. That saves us some time. He's also managed to finish his plate before that managed to happen. And now he's just kind of sitting there as if he's waiting for orders. Incredible. Can have some of my beans if you'd like. <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna sit down and take my own bolts. So, worm. Um, I also have pancakes if you'd like some. Oh, I'd love some flapjacks. That'd be that'd be real decent of you, miss. Thank you. Alright, she starts making pancakes for you. <laughs> mm. So, yeah, worm. Uh, what, uh... Any stories you got? History? Like, what brings you out here to take this job? Uh, well... I guess my story is pretty simple. I come from a, a, a little planet, you may not have heard of it, Elau B-16. Uh, it's, it's a little backwater planet. It's been used by Union for, uh, I'd say, a few thousand years for uh, resources, strength okay. grinding, agriculture, the like. Oh, okay. Uh, we don't get a lot of visitors. To be honest, it was kind of a surprise to me uh, when I left. I was kind of expecting to spend my whole life there. <laughs> Only been doing this kind of mercenary work for uh, a few years. Oh, okay. What made you leave? Well, that's a bit of a long, complicated story. But it all started when my mech arrived at my farmhouse. <laughs> oh, cool. What kind of mech? Uh, that would be a, a Horus Pegasus. <laughs> I stop eating. <laughs> you have a Horus mech? You, you're a Horus pilot? Hey, it came just as much of a surprise to me. I barely know how to talk to the thing. You... You... You talk to it? Well, in a matter of speaking, yes. I'm just slowly glancing over it. <laughs> yeah, I... I pancakes are ready. Like, the pancakes from everyone. Yeah, the... What, yeah, this is when uh, Panoptica joins the, the group. <laughs> oh, Captain. Uh, this is our new pilot, or new team member, Worm. Worm's gonna stand up. Go to shake your hand. Yeah, she'll shake your hand. He'll bow a little bit. Nice to meet you. You're the team captain? Is that yes. Her? Yes? Yeah, she will point to her very authoritative hat. Mm. Oh, well, how could I be mistaken? <laughs> so, captain, um, we're just uh, introducing ourselves to Wormir, learning a bit about him and stuff, mm -hmm. and uh, helping ourselves to breakfast. It seems that he somehow managed to acquire a Horus license. Oh, that's, uh... Somehow is right. I don't rightly know myself. That's more concerning than any <laughs> other answer you could have possibly given. You, Thank you. You do know how to use brains, correct? Oh, I'm, I'm fairly proficient, yes. Took a bit of trial and error, but I got it figured out. The basics anyways. Okay... The mood in the room suddenly changed. <laughs> yeah, the owner is a little awkward, just like holding syrup. But anyone like syrup? Please. Yeah. She looks mighty fine. I can't wait to show her off to you folks. Mm -hmm. uh, okay, sure. Yeah, that, that that'd be interesting. Yeah. Noir makes a bean burrito out of a pancake 
puts syrup on top of it, and then proceeds to try and shove the whole thing into his mouth as much as fast as possible. Wow. An innovator. It's like watching a pelican eat. <laughs> That's a uh, interesting food technique you've got there. You never know how long Chow's actually going to last for, so best not to waste time. Right. You do realize that we get our orders by... Never mind. You know what? Um, as long bring, as this is... bring, bring. Uh, oh, I'll get it. And she she walks up to the front door. But after sensing that she has tempted fate, produce you shovel pancakes into her mouth. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah. And Noir is just sitting there with his clean plate, looking probably the smuggest you have ever seen. Yeah, before. Axel is like um, the syrup is pouring very slowly out, and Axel just come on, come on. <laughs> Door open, the, door, the door opens and you hear you can't see who's at the front door because uh, you're it's a little out of the way here. Oh, um, yes, yes, uh, I, I think he's here. Um, well, um, I guess just leave them out there and he can go get them. Yep. All right. I'll, yeah, I can sign. <laughs> she walks back in. Um, uh, M- Mr. Goldblast. Oh, and yeah, I run over with um, yeah a, a scrap of pancake hanging out of my mouth. Yeah, Emma, mm, hey, that, that, yeah, that, that's me. One hell of a name you got there. Yeah, that's my name, Eugene Goldblast. So. You know, you don't always have to say the full name. <laughs> oh, yeah, sorry, by the way, Worm, uh, you were also given a, an identity. Uh, oh. Your name is, your fake name is Tatum Debonair. Yeah, <laughs> Yeah, alright, yeah. The, the main thing is that Union doesn't want the people here to know that Union has hired mercenaries. Uh-huh. Which, by the way, you, you saying that you lived on a Union planet probably meant right in front of the person who works here. Not probably the greatest thing. Yeah, he could have ended up on Blade just as a mercenary. Like, he left. So, uh, what am I looking at? Like, is there, like, a guy with a package or something similar? Or? Oh, so actually, you look outside, um, and... Seems like there is a large, very long packet, and it just says, like, it just has, like, a tracking thing on it. Okay. And is there a guy with it, or just... Uh, No, uh, the the guy, the guy, uh, seems like whoever delivered it has left it there. Um, it does, it does, you look at the receipt, though, it looks like you bought it last night. (laughs) Okay, well, the mystery continues. Um, alright, well, um... Can I bring it into the house or can no, I? No, it's actually it? too long. It's, it's it's probably about like five five or six meters long. Holy shit! All right, five or six meters long. How wide? Um, not actually that wide. <laughs> so it's just incredibly long, very thin. But but, but yeah, not that like yeah. like probably about two or three feet wide. Okay, so. I just lean back in. Hey, guys, you might want to take a look at this out here. Um, Eugene, what have you done this time? I don't even know. Like, I literally That's don't remember. That's literally the, the worst answer. I, yeah, well, guess what? We're all going to find out together. So, hey, adventure. So, as we're getting up, I, I lean over to Panoptica, and I go, like, oh, by the way, Captain, I took the liberty of requisitioning that rifle you added. Uh, I also added a few quality of life improvements. Let me know what you think. So, I'm gonna start opening it up. Oh, no, that's, this I, is the button. I press the this button. Is the, this is the future. You don't have to use your <laughs> Alright, I press the button. Alright, so what, what unfolds? Um, there's a little bit of, uh, of, of, of like a, a, sa- a smell of like stale air almost. Um, and uh, yeah, it looks like it is a, a tandem bicycle with three seats. <laughs> Uh, and each of the, in each section seems to have your code, your, uh, it seems to be customized, different color, different variation, uh, with your code name on the side. Fortunately, there's none for you, Worm. That's fine. There's only three seats. But, uh, if you, and then you remember that, oh yeah, there's something about, but everyone here uses bicycles. So, <laughs> who's sitting where on this bicycle? Oh, you're in the front, obviously. Okay, and yeah. then? Uh, and then it was, and then it's Panoptica, and uh-huh. then it's Noir. Like our bunk beds that one yeah. time. Okay, so, um, alright. And I look. Guys, look! I got it for us! You did not. We were not briefed on this purchase. Oh, it's okay. It's, it's my tree. Look! <laughs> Captain, permission to discipline? It's his money. He can spend it however he wants. Now we can blend into society as a team! Oh, what? wait. 
Oh, Worm, sorry, I didn't know that you'd be added to the team when I made this purchase. There is a basket on the back. <laughs> <laughs> Just some good old boats. Just where exactly were you hoping to go on this machine? Around town? They ride bikes here a lot? I figured, you know, we could use this to blend in and stuff. In How style. did you figure? You didn't even know this was coming. How common are trucks well, I'm, and the bikes? I'm working, <laughs> look, I am working backwards to try and figure out what I was thinking. And this makes the most amount of sense to drunken me. That's what I'm guessing. Oh, you, I understand. That you, kind of purchase. You, you notice, like, the one side has your names on it, and then you walk around the other side and it says, Definitely not Union. On oh, the other side. Brilliant. I love it. <sighs> And you then, see, and then you, you see in parentheses. No, actually, don't put that. <laughs> you see, like Noir pull out like a thermal charge and just prime it. And he's looking at the captain, looking at the sign, looking back at the captain. Let's try spray paint first. He disarms the thermal charge. Okay. Yeah, okay. Noir. Bicycles. I hate bicycles. I just hate inefficiency. <laughs> Bicycles are some of the most efficient modes of transport there are. Yes, but not when we're trying to lay low, not when it's a triple tandem bicycle. <laughs> that is also, basically, it's the equivalent of wearing a definitely not involved in human trafficking t-shirt. Alright, so, um, you got, you, you, you were able, you, you realize you also bought a lock with it, so you're able to lock it to a, a just like a loop. Nice. Near one of the places. So okay. Your bike is, your triple bike is secure, if not very garish. Yep, awesome. Uh, Penalty, you can very easily just, like, blank out the, the definitely not union <laughs> section. Um, and, uh, yeah, uh, do you guys just, you guys just gonna head back in with... No, with no other, with no, it doesn't seem like anything else is planning to show up today. I'm just gonna go back in, and I'm gonna happily eat my pancakes. All right. Hey, uh, Eugene, would you mind sending me your? Uh... Oh wait, Eugene, that's me. Yeah. Um, <laughs> what's up? Yeah, you want to send me your uh, your credit number? Why? So I can make sure you didn't order anything else that says definitely not union. Good point. Okay, here you go. Panoptica needs your credit card number with the three numbers on the back in order to track your spending habits. Um, so you look at the purchases, and it's all from companies you don't know the names of. But it looks like he has bought several things. Because he did spend his whole per diem. Yes, so. that's true. Yeah, she's just scrolling. Oh, this is going to be bad. What? What's going on? She's just like... A couple of them seem to be bars, so you think those okay. are probably, you think the damage is probably done there. Okay, bars are fine. What's fun inflatables? <laughs> Inflatable what? I don't know. That's all that's on the That's all that's on the purchase order. Uh, so yeah, while while Panoptica is looking this all up, the rest of you are able to just kind of like um, tap into uh, like just while you're sitting there, I assume you start with not much to do. You walk, you look over at the uh, wall where the uh, owner of this place has. Looks like she has like the news set up. Mm-hmm. Um, and what's the 24-hour news cycle like on this planet, Joey? Yeah. So there's there's a couple headlines. Um, well, there's sunshine. <laughs> um, so uh, legislation to connect the OmniNet is still blocked. Uh, the LIM, uh, the Light Instance Matrix Broadcast System, uh, is the... that. So, when you guys are connecting to the internet here, that's what you're connecting to. Is the nope, limit. I got an Omnihook. I can, I can never your Omnihook. Yeah. When you're using, like, local network, it is the LIM system. Um, so, it looks like the legislation to collect, to connect, yeah. So, the, the, the union reps are pushing to get this place set up with the Omninet, uh, and it looks like local legislators are against it. Mm-hmm. Um, the arguments are that we must preserve our unique culture, <laughs> and we cannot, we refuse to let, to connect ourselves to, uh, well, there's some choice words about the Omni-Net, uh, which you all realize are probably not untrue, but... Mm-hmm. Ah, so we're dealing with the space wrench. <laughs> ah, uh, you know, next thing, they'll want to use the union credit, but... You know, not have to pay any union oh taxes. Oh my god. Oh. <laughs> oh no, we're fighting for the space FLQ. 
Um, so, uh... <laughs> but Union Rep, you can't just send mercenaries to try to just watch me. Uh, looks like there is a Fingers of Truth protest uh, outside the pit, which is what they call the main factory. Mm-hmm. Um, seems like it's uh, preemptive, as there's apparently going to be some sort of speech from a union uh, representative today about um, some something involving, like, some... They haven't necessarily said what the speech is about, but it seems to be mm-hmm. something probably involving resources here, or... Mm. Policy, mm-hmm. but they've preemptively started protesting it. Uh, although it doesn't seem like it's gotten violent or anything. Mm-hmm. Um, you see, so you can essentially, for any news report you want, you can click. You can click on it through your uh, CompCon and just be like, "Oh, okay, here's what the details yeah. are." Um, feel free to stop me if there's one specifically you want to know about. Uh, so for the uh, the speech, when's that happening? Uh, looks like it will be uh, later today, probably in about 12 hours. Okay. Yeah. So um, I, I will note that time and, and schedule maintenance checks so that we can all be in the hangar. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, basically, like, Noir is doing the same thing, but in, it looks like he's making a list of things that he should bring. Uh, mostly just make sure you're armed and don't wear obvious armor. Mm-hmm. Uh, looks like the Trident Counselor uh, has lauded engineers for reducing interplanetary latency on limb. Um, seems like recently they were able to make the network a lot more efficient. Not quite well with the OmniNet, but um, improved. Um, he pu- has publicly thanked the Union Tech's technology uh, advancements for this uh, decreased latency, which is not popular with the locals. Oh boy. Um, but he is stuck by it. Um, seems like there's been a 5% resource gain over the last cycle from the pit. Um, Blade has decommissioned uh, multiple squads of older mechs to make room for new ones. Mm. Um, the Lotus, which is another plant in the system. Polytechnic Art Institute has unveiled a new exhibit based on the history of the of Durga's Grasp, which is the system you're in. Okay. <clears throat> Is it like an interpretive show, or is it more like a museum piece? It is a it is a museum like exhibit. Okay. Um, there is no mention of of any um, uh, of any fingers of truth I- uh, issues outside, or any deaths from the, your mission. Mm. Yeah, there's no war in Boston. Say we get it. Mm. Well, not necessarily. I mean, it's not. It, it it might not be propaganda. It might just be they don't want to report on terrorist activities the further and bolder than other terrorists. Yes. Uh-huh. I mean, they could include all the terrorists died. <laughs> there was a terrorist attack. We kicked our ass. Mission accomplished. <laughs> but yeah, that's... I mean, I guess not all the terrorists died because some of the other teams... Oh, yeah. How that went. But then we just lie. <laughs> well, it looks like Despite having the advantage in numbers and fighting against only three Everests, an entire squad of these, this terrorist group was completely wiped out. <laughs> Alright. Um, yeah, so that, that those are the main headlines. Uh, uh, and then they can kind of continue to cycle. It doesn't seem like... It seems like it's a somewhat slow news day. Uh, nothing is really occurring in the uh, main city. Hmm. Um, and are there any articles about local pets being cute or doing hilarious things. Yes. How's the meme game? <laughs> on limb. How's the meme cycle on this planet? Uh, depends. How deep into limb do you want to go? Do you want to go to the really shitty part? Well, the problem is it's all memes, like, local to the system. So yeah. it's all, like, it's all stu- shit. It's all stuff you don't get. Blade <laughs> ah, people are like this. <laughs> Lotus people are like this. I mean, so it's like two poses, and like people wearing different clothes, and you don't get it at all. A lot of fashion memes, actually. They're okay. Really big. You can tell, like, there is a very like there's a big thing about fashion and like looking good, being presentable. Oh shit! Sweat on my Tim's. That's a blade merc. <laughs> yeah, you know what? I I will look and see like what do like what is the conception of what blade mercs look like? Like, what do they wear? Um. So, uh, they wear night. They do wear like gear, uh, like, usually, like, when they're, when there's, like, pictures of them on missions and stuff. Um, Blade Mercs have a, a 
Like, what is the cultural perception of what does it look like for a blade person off duty? Um, it, they they kind of have like the whole the they come from like a planet, so there's a lot of different um, perceptions of the blade. But their blade has a uh, several military academies that like kind of trains people up to be this. So it there is everywhere from um, you know blade mer- blade blade mercs are fascists. They are the tools of of the, of you know the people in power to like oh yeah but like this blade merc helps me and helps protect us from you know this this attack from these people like there's not a lot of conflict in the in the system in terms of like there's no civil wars going on or anything so usually they just do like security work mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. and people's interactions with them are limited to like oh hey there was a guy who was trying to shoot people in this place and this blade merc came in and cleaned it up or we were trying to like there was we were peacefully protesting and then this blade merc broke my jaw not really, no. No, okay. not no, not not to that extent. Well, I mean, there is. Do you want to go to the to to, to the fingers of truth area? No, I not immediate. So basically, what I'm looking for is if we I go clothes shopping, it. how do we like look more local so we don't have a Harrison Armory person and a and a farm hick, you know, standing out pretending to be blade works. No, I mean like they're like any PMC or or like. Um, mercenary crew where like people can look like whatever they want, but okay. like if you're on duty, you wear like and you if you're on duty, you have an outfit kind of. Like, yeah, well, and we're all pilots, so we use hard suits. Yeah. So I yeah I just like a lot because of, you said fashion was a major thing. I would assume yeah. that there was like blade, blade are, fashion. Blade mercs are paid pretty well, um, so you like usually they don't wear they wear uh, efficient but not like gaudy. Outfits, so you're not going to see a lot of blade mercs wearing stuff that they couldn't fight in because. So you want to wear stuff that allows you to freely move but still looks good. Yeah, and yeah. it has pockets. Yeah, like a, a blade merc's not going to wear like a really gaudy outfit unless they're like at a gala or something. Okay, so because they, if they are working as like a, a bodyguard or even if they're just in their daily life, they want to be able to use the full range of their martial arts training, which the most of them have. Right. Okay. So. Just a reminder that Panopka, when her mech blew up, lost all of her stuff. Mm-hmm. Except for, like, her Omnihook and things. So, yes. she's gonna go out and, like, go... Yep. Like, get pick some up clothes. some... Get some clothes and try and, like, match what she's seen mm-hmm. to what, like... like you, you get a series of outfits that are very utilitarian and efficient, um, but also look quite nice and are, have very high thread counts. <laughs> okay, yeah. Ooh, look at this tactical silk. <laughs> uh-huh. A lot of blood turtleneck, very John Wick chic. <laughs> there, yeah. So it's it, yeah, it's like a turtleneck sweater, but there's like a shoulder holster built into it. <laughs> yeah, uh, Panoptica will extend the invitation for anyone who wants to get some social camouflage, except for uh, Blitz, who is Why? you're out of money. Uh, all right, fine. <laughs> she tells Blitz you should probably stay here to make sure. Oh wait, no, fun for three is the is probably the bike. Okay. <laughs> Specializes in like tandem, like well, three tandem objects. <laughs> I hope it's the bike. Otherwise, uh, it's gonna be real awkward. <laughs> maybe, maybe you already used it. Who knows? <laughs> yeah. You know what? Just maybe sit tight in case anything else shows up. Sounds good, Cap. So Noir will go. Um, so he mostly just gets like shirts and pants. He, for some reason, is very like he doesn't replace the jacket though. That like that sort of slightly too big jacket he's wearing. He keeps that. You still have all the clothes that you would have brought with you because your stuff didn't explode. Yeah, but there's not a lot there. <laughs> Alright. Yeah. Um, so, Blitz, you have access to any military, like, jumpsuit you want. Oh, cool. So you want to just go to the barracks and, like, pick up, like, a, a basic-ass jumpsuit. Like, with a high-thread count. Yeah. Like, <laughs> it's very, everything, it's going to be comfortable. But, oh, man. This silk jumpsuit. But, like, it's, it's going to be, like, comfortable by your standards, but, like, by a person who lives here, you be like, so scratchy. <laughs> hey, that's fine. It's an improvement for me. I'm happy. Yeah. yeah. So, uh, while this is going on, uh, um, again, I just want to note that I have, like, scheduled in that we need to be at the hangar, you know. Yeah. In case that, you know. So the, uh, so Panoptica, your, uh, decryption, mm-hmm. um, your decryption alert goes off, uh, right when you finish kind of like shopping. It looks like you've got the information on uh, from that hard drive that you got from the uh, other mech. Okay. I will take a look at it. 
Alright, so on, on your way, I assume this is on, on your way back to the B&B? Yeah. Mm -hmm. um, so it looks like uh, you find something very interesting. Turns out, the people piloting that with Max, at least the ones that were fighting you, were not from this place. Oh. Mm. oh. So, uh, you, with with your uh, limited access to your Omnihook, because uh, you're not actually beside it, but you have cached, enough cached information, um set up on your comp con that you are able to mash in on, against your database um, as these guys are were running with X Mirror Smoke certifications. So Mirror Smoke is a mercenary company. Uh, you throughout all of Union Space, they are kind of the general purpose mercenaries of various types. But these guys looks like they have uh, expired, i.e. fired, um, Mirror Smoke licenses. Hmm. Um, okay. So um, there, there are also personnel files for each of them. Mm -hmm. But, uh, yeah, they were not from here. Interesting. Uh, what's, like, Mirror Smoke's price point, like, for people still in the game? <clears throat> like, is the, are these things that, like, anybody, if they pull together some money, could make? Or is this, like, specifically a company you only get if you're having some serious cash? Uh, no, they're just, like, they're a general mercenary company, as far as I'm aware, based on the lore. Um, that they're hired by a lot of different people for a lot of different reasons. Like, they're they're not rent-a-cops. You're not buying them to, like, police your kid's birthday party, but, like, any... Is that what people usually hire rent-a-cops for? Yeah. <laughs> the Shadowrun game where you have to break into a kid's birthday party and there's, like, fucking knight-errant everywhere. It's like, what the fuck? <laughs> yeah. But, but, yes, they are, they are about... Um, so there's there's like professional. Basically. Yeah, they're professionals. Like they have a brand name. Yeah, they're... these aren't some chuckle fucks just going around with rifles. Okay, yeah, she'll pass that on to Noir and also uh, to the security chief and uh, and Cash and be like, hey, this is something I pulled from one of the uh, the mechs. Mm. Uh, also, you get the information that you know where what they were what their mission was. Oh, okay. What was their so mission? So it looks like the mission was obviously eliminate all the all personnel in your way. So all of you guys mm -hmm. um, clear out the APCs and take the materials to a rendezvous point. Oh yeah, no, that definitely gets sent up. Yeah, that that checks. Do we ever figure out what the materials were? Uh, as far as you were aware, just like raw resources mm. that could be used for any number of things, depending on how like you're using a maker, you could make like. You can 3D print a lot of stuff with this. Yeah. Speaking of, how's the 3D printing of our mechs coming? Uh, it's pretty close to done, actually. Okay. Um, you're, you're, you, there's a little progress bar in the top right of your uh, <laughs> heads-up display. Come on, Uh-huh. Uh, so, question. So, so is Noir's, like, only, like, a third of the way done? <laughs> <laughs> no, no. Uh, they, they used the big one, and then, yes, it takes a while, but, like... It's getting done. Yeah, yours is being detailed, John. Yours, uh, they have to they have to print specific parts for the hat and everything <laughs> to mount it. Yes. Yeah. No, Panoptica's mech has uh, the same hat she wears. I see. Yeah. So it's also a uh, Smith Shimano like mech, which is all about that that bespoke. Yeah. <laughs> In this case, it's a bespoke hat. Yeah. So while like Blitz was getting emailed, or getting mailed that bicycle, like at the hangar, like sixty thousand boxes showed up, all with Smith Shimano parts. <laughs> And rather than 3D printing it, they've just been assembling it by hand. Yeah, it's like Legos. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so, question, Joey. Uh, so, between Noir's, like, the reason, like, between Noir's end with Legionnaires and getting into this thing, he was bounced around a bit about mercenary groups. Could I roll investigate to see if I, like, remember anything about them? Or can I roll for that? Uh, yeah, you can roll if you've got a relevant trigger. Does investigate work? It, oh, sure, yeah. Feel free. Let's see. Twenty. Okay. What would you like to know? What, 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 what do you want to know about mirror smoke? What is probable? What is probable cause for people to be fired? And if also, where would you find these like fired mercs? Okay. So at, you have their personnel files. So yeah. You actually know why they got fired. But okay. usually it's um, going against the company, um, making the company look bad. Um, uh, like any, essentially anything that would get you kicked out of like a military company, like and with a, with a couple caveats for like brand, brand stuff. Yeah, so you can, you, it's like a corporate army. Yeah, right? so you so. you can commit war crimes so long as you are doing it in service to the company. Then you cross and, and, that, and, and as long as no one finds out about it. Right. So the mirror smoke in general is is supposed to be above board, but some people do things that are under that are under the table. Yeah. Know? 
but if people get caught, they are they are like, oh no no no, we don't. No, 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 yeah. No, no. Independent contractors. So yes. Stuff. So you you know that. Um, so I'll just go through the, the personnel files of these guys. Um, Eric Grummond uh, killed another uh, person in his unit in a fist fight over what seems like some gambling debts. Um, Carlos Delta um, abandoned his unit to die, um, but he did complete a mission. However, it turns out one of the people on the unit was were, were fairly important. It was a company, uh, one of the uh, shareholders, uh, distant relatives, mm. um, someone known as 58, um, and just like a long list of some very not cool stuff. Um, General Dickbags, got it. Yeah, well, yeah. It, it's it's a it is a history of wow. Why well, did he not get fired before this? Right up to a tipping point that is uh, you're just not mm, no thank you. <laughs> um, and then finally, there's just one called Kaz who has no background information, so you're not sure why he was. Hmm. But uh, they're all presumably all dead now since they probably got crushed and or squished by you guys. Right. But it looks like they they were all for various reasons kicked out. But uh, this does this the mech does not unfortunately have the reason why they were brought there or how they were found or how they were found. All it has is this information on them because they each had personnel. They would have had to use their uh, licenses to run their mechs, right? And get their parts, but and it has their mission. But apart from that, it doesn't have any additional information. None of them were using dummy plugs, hmm. so there's no NHP. Logs on any of the machines. Hmm. All right. So yeah, Moore looks over the information, realizes it's already been forwarded, but he keeps that in the back of his mind. Was there any, with your with your twenty? Was there anything else you wanted to know about Mirror Smoke in general? Um. Does it have like I don't know if Mirror Smoke would do this, but does it have any sort of distinguishing marks? Like, do all people working for it have like a tattoo nope. or like that? No, it's all just hired. Right. Nope. Uh, it does seem weird though that they were ex mirror smoke, but they were using well, that they were using mechs clearly made in this system, but they were ex mirror smoke. Yeah. So. Well, I, so noir basically imagined. So noir is like, hmm. Well, it's possible that so long as they've still got the licenses, despite being fired, they probably just brought them on board and then proceeded to give them mechs built locally. Would explain why it's being used, and it certainly saves on resources and bringing something as large into the system. Hmm. So, um, do I get any messages back from any of the... Uh, so, um, after a while, um, while you're all collating this information, uh, Worm, are you doing anything? Did you have anything you wanted to do on, in the area while they were shopping? And... Well, I see that there's a free seat on that bicycle. There is. <laughs> so I think I might, I might, uh, join Panoptico. Go, go get me some duds. <laughs> okay. What, what kind of outfit do you look for? Hmm. Yeah, they can essentially make anything. So. Yeah. Ooh. 3D printing. Yeah. yeah. Okay. I think something airy, something with, uh, oh, maybe like a belt with a lot of like pockets in it or something. Okay. Something a little bit flashy, maybe a nicer hat. Okay. So, so you keep like, so you generally like are giving people, you go to like a tailor and you like give them the specifications and you keep the first you like, are you sure you want that? Sir, we will do whatever you want, but are you sure? <laughs> sir, I'm, sir, we are here, but are you Why sure? do you want the hat made of silk? <laughs> Like, like, I'm assuming you even, like, provide, like, a like a rough drawing, kind of? Sure, yeah. I, I yeah. like to imagine that it's just the outfit he's wearing, just with finer quality materials. Yes. Almost exactly. Yes. yes. All right, so, uh, the, the man, the tailor makes you your I outfit. I said rhinestones. <laughs> Taylor makes you your outfit. Uh, any, anyone else in the store notices his thousand-yard stare as he, uh... <laughs> it has a, has a, a little, like, box that has your, your uh, thank you for Phenomenal, your patronage. Phenomenal, thank you. Uh, please come again, oh, sir. So, <laughs> he exhales a shudder. Have a nice day, y'all. Uh, Farm punk. Uh, as you walk, as you as you rejoin your group on the on the tandem bicycle. Are, were you guys actually taking the tandem bicycle? Is it a tandem if there's three seats? Would it be a <laughs> it's a trio, isn't it? I guess a trio bicycle. A triacle. I mean, I guess... Yeah. It's convenient to get around. <laughs> it's so efficient. <laughs> so, I'd, I'd imagine... But I'm going to go bull-take the front seat. The steering seat, though. <laughs> but that's Axel's seat. 
But Axel's not coming. Axel has Because to... of you. Yes, because Axel bought a whole bunch of things. Including a bike for the whole team. Yeah, and most of the well, team can use that. <laughs> you can tag along in the basket if you want. And Axel also spent all his money so he can't find new clothing. Uh, just saying, Axel would have been happy to take the front seat and chauffeur you guys around. So, Axel, you actually get a call um, saying that your delivery has been, uh, that your package has been delivered to the hangar. Okay, um, I'm in my room when I get this, and I've got, like, um, a speed bag set up, so I'm just practicing boxing and stuff like that on it. Mm-hmm. So, I got the message, and, oh, alright. Then I just, you know, throw a shirt and a jacket on, and I head out, and I head down to the hangar. Alright. Um, so, uh, you get to the hangar. Yep. Uh, you actually see that the mechs are nearly done. Oh, sad. He's finishing up. Uh, a tech actually walks up and, uh, as you walk up to uh, your Zang and says, uh, hey, so these are yours, right? Huh? You want, you want these on? And he points out, there's like ten packages. Uh. I think these are very large packages. They're quite large, yeah. <laughs> well. More like crates, maybe, for, because they're mech size, I'm guessing. I just need to make sure this is the stuff I ordered. <laughs> uh, I'm just going to take a sec, look through the best. Okay. So, uh, you open one, uh, and then you open another, you open another, and you realize there are ten spoilers with flames on them. Oh, they're beautiful. <laughs> and they're oh. like, they look like they would probably fit on your mech, but why, you don't know why you bought ten of them. Well, that's so that when, he's, when he's moving fast enough, the downforce keeps him on the ground. <laughs> yes. Yes, these, these are perfect. So, I know exactly where these are going to go. Okay, so we're looking at the legs and the arms and on the sides of the torso here, the sides of the head. And so, yeah, I point out all the places the spoilers can go. So, okay. yeah. So your thing is also now covered in spoilers. Flame spoilers, yes. Yeah. Oh. You need to go faster. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> so, uh, Again, there's a tech book. Are you sure? We will put it on. <laughs> Are you sure? I put my hand on his shoulder. I am beyond certainty, my good man. All right. Well, uh, with that, uh, you as, as this is happening, you actually all get pings uh, that you are well, except you, from your mech it came, your mech came pre-done. <laughs> um, and yeah, the, the you uh, you guys get uh, pings that your mechs are done. Perfect. Um, all right, I will pilot the bicycle back to the hangar so that we can all. <laughs> Raindrops keep falling on my head. So people are like looking at you kind of oddly because there's not a lot of people drive um, three three seat bicycles. <laughs> yeah, almost like it stands out or something. Weird. Yeah, <laughs> uh, um, yeah and uh, from there uh, you all come, you all show up at the hangar and, and uh, lined, lined up uh, one after the other are, are your mechs. Uh, why don't we just go around starting with Chris and you okay. can explain kind of what your mech looks like. So uh, the Zeng, as seen in the book, is it's got a very roundish torso with very humanoid arms and legs. This one is more recognizably humanoid, like a more distinct head, a more streamlined body, but the colors are just these bright reds and yellows. Like, this looks like, if this was an anime, this is the sort of robot that the main character would pilot. And basically, the arms have been reinforced with all sorts of studs and uh, things running along the arms in order for it to just be able to punch the shit out of people. And on its right arm is mounted this enormous pile driver, while on the left is just a simple set of, you know, irons like steel studs and stuff like that and um at strategic points are flame-based uh yeah the cows and yeah that's uh does it still have speakers yes it does it does have speakers mounted at several points on its body and that is the victor one so uh who will be next uh so panoptica's mac is actually a quadruped with a kind of tank style like cockpit cockpit um, it is still wearing the hat. Um, so it's like a four-legged tank with a, with a hat. Yeah. Yes. Yes, it looks absurd, but... <laughs> um, is there anything else unique about the design as, as opposed to the base swallowtail? Um, uh, not too much. The, uh, like, it looks like the... Because it's, uh, you know, Smith Shimano, there were some... Customizations that look uh, like you can can't really see it from the outside, but like inside the cockpit, there's actually like a place to place on her Omni hook in, mm-hmm. like to like specifically hook that up. Um, it's got like kind of the 
um, generally like a similar like loadout to uh, what she was using before uh, a light machine gun and uh, and a thermal rifle are the like main weapons. Um, as Panopka is filling with it, the uh, the stationary cloak goes off. Um, but yeah, generally it's you know okay. So standing, so basically you've got one side, one mech, and another mech that's about the same size, and then right next to it can only be described as imagine a small brutalist style apartment building that turned into a transformer. Oh. It is gigantic by the comparisons of the others, standing easily a good 20 or 30 feet above the other two. It is basically built like a fridge and seems to have strapped to it as much armaments and explosives that it seemingly can hold. It has the same loadout that uh, Emil had before. So it's got a heavy machine gun in one hand, uh, a mortar that's kind of like strapped to the leg that looks like it can be snapped to the arm, and a shotgun that is sort of underslung in uh, position by the hull, by the waist, as well as a large box full of am- full of various custom ammos. And then above it all, on its shoulder, is a gigantic weapon that looks more like it's built for a ship than a mech. And when, like, Noir looks at it as well, it also has Noir's previous personalizations, which is that it's painted black and it has various inlays on it that basically kind of make it almost look very fractal in a way that sort of stick out from the uh, the black paint job. And that is the Manifest Destiny. All right. And finally... <laughs> uh, so Worm's mech, as previously mentioned, is a Horus Pegasus. So this oh, mech it is interesting. It's vaguely humanoid, except the uh, legs and the arms are differently proportioned, so it's actually better at crawling around, almost like a weird frog. Uh, it, it's not very heavily armored, and in fact, if you look at the joints and kind of in certain places in the armor, the bits that you see poking through look almost organic. It's kind of weird to look at. It feels like it might make slimy sounds when it moves. <laughs> so the Pegasus in the, the book is uh, white with gray and then red, but worms, I think, is more of a bright green. Think of, like, the color of fresh grass with yellow highlights. <laughs> like some sort of farming equipment. Um, so the <laughs> defining feature of the Pegasus is actually on its back near the base of its spine, uh, or, yeah, where the base of the spine would be on a human, mm-hmm. is this kind of, like massless, almost singularity that pops out of a cavity in the mech uh, that hurts to look at a little bit. It sheds this like blue ultraviolet light and that is the uh, Horus Omniga TM, 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 that morphs <laughs> and changes shape uh, over time. Um, and uh, Worm has made a couple adjustments to this mech. Uh, back home, he had a tractor that he was very, very attached to, and he's taken the cockpit of that tractor and put it kind of over the head and shoulders of oh. this mech. And that is the Thresher. <laughs> oh, Jesus. Oh, yeah, I forgot. It also has a, a, a specialty gun, the um, uh, engineering uh, prototype weapon, which is kind of attached to uh, one of its wrists, and upon further inspection, you can see that, oh, yes, it is a nail gun. <laughs> you you see like Emil is like tracing the gun and like trying to figure out how it works and like he's just more and more confused the more he looks at it he's like but, but how where I just put my hand on Emil's shoulder it's a Horus mech but, don't think too hard about but it that's not a Horus mech gun though that's that's clearly something that looks like it's been bolted on a- after the market is uh, that your this is my baby. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. So. What, what is the thing on its wrist? On the wrist? Oh, yeah, that's a little adjustment I put in myself. Kind of uh, an aftermarket modification. Fully pneumatic. Shoots uh, nine-inch galvanized nails. Right uh, just under the you speed of sound. Foot nine foot galvanized nails. Just under the speed of sound. Nifty <laughs> <laughs> little thing, if I don't say so myself. And you put it on a horse mat. <laughs> Well, yeah. I mean, I had it laying around. Noir looks at it in both, like, equal parts confusion and awe, and it's like... And he puts his hand on his chin, and you just hear him say, 
Gotta get me one of those. <laughs> all right, um, and while you're all gawking at, uh, oh, sorry, what's the what's your max name? The Thresher. Oh, okay. So, oh, sorry. So it's oh, all right. Yeah. yeah. Oh, sorry, I thought you said that the previous thing was called the Thresher. Also true. Oh. <laughs> Yeah, it's just the thresher got put where the cockpit is. Yeah. So, so now that you're... Uh, As a melee attack, it can extend those blades and just claw up someone in melee range. <laughs> I'll say for the sake of flavor, if there's like a person that you're fighting, you can like, <laughs> stick your face at them and do that. Um, uh, jockey me, will you? Yeah. Um, so, uh, while you're all gawking at the thresher, um, you all get a ping from uh, Cash. Mm-hmm. Who is your kind of point of contact here? Um, uh, whereas Gen is your like team leader, um, Cash is more of like on the ground uh, information uh, guy. So, well, hey everybody! Uh, I bet you're glad to hear my beautiful voice again. As always, Cash, good to hear from you. Oh, uh, you! Uh, all right. <laughs> A wrench comes flying out of somewhere and beans blitz in the back of the head. So, uh... Yeah, I like Cash. He's a cool dude. <clears throat> so I'm gonna level with you. Uh, we were gonna have you go out there, clean up some prongs, do some recon, uh, t- keep an eye out for any, uh, you know, any, uh, fingers attacks. But, uh, now that you've got this, uh, little morsel of information, the, uh, the men up above want you to check it out. Think you can do that? Area is uncharted, so we don't have a good view. Topographical map places it in some sort of canyon, but uh, otherwise we don't have a lot of information on it. Oh, sorry, where is this? The uh... the location where they were supposed to deliver the uh, oh the goods, yeah. Goods. All right, are we to recon or are we to consider assault? Well, let's just say, go take a look. If you don't like what you find, make sure it's not a problem for us. Understood. Okay, Roger that. All right. So um, the three of us can get set up. Uh, Noir, you should probably start moving now. Good idea. And he, he starts to get in the. So you, you as he gets into the Barbarossa, and it like turns on, and then it's like. <laughs> the ground actually shakes. Yeah, as he's moving out. Everyone, oh, Nelly. People, people, like, all the people, all the, like, uh, various people on, like, the catwalks for maintenance are all, are, the catwalks are all being pulled back away from it as it, like, walks out. Yes, it also moves very slowly. Yeah, the, 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 the very big doors are opening. Like, like <laughs> yeah. there are various size doors for, like, people. Normal size necks, and then there's the big ones. The big doors. Well, no sense in being left behind, everybody. Come on. Actually, but we need to go back to the bed and breakfast and really? pick up my Omni hook. All right, all right. You, you realize it's probably plenty of time considering how slow the Barbarossa is. <laughs> like, you, you're leaving and like it hasn't even managed to get out of the hangar yet. Okay, so um, I head over to the triple bike and I take my rightful spot on the front seat. Yeah, well, uh, that optical will sit in the middle seat. Yep. Uh, Worm, you need to pick anything up from the B&B or you... No, I got it all here. Alright. Okay, so, off we go! And with a ding ding, I yep, start pedaling. <laughs> Uh, as you're passing, uh, a, a man, uh, a man who's biking on his own, uh, tips his hat with minor, minor fine ride. Thank you, sir. <laughs> um, yeah, I tip an imaginary hat back to him, and I cast a look back to Panoptica as if to say, "See." Panoptica, you turn back and you see on the his back, on the back of the jacket it says Gus's triple bikes. <laughs> uh huh. You sure you don't bike. remember that guy? Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right. So, yeah, uh, we head back to the B&B. Alright, uh, so there's some more packages. Um, uh, so it looks like you bought yourself clothes too, Blitz. Ooh! What kind of clothes? Um, <laughs> Leather chaps. I'm gonna uh, Google the word clothing. <laughs> uh, and then I'm gonna pick the first piece of clothing I, I find. And that's gonna be what you decide to buy yourself. You bought yourself a 1950s detective outfit. What? <laughs> Sorry, 1940s style uh, uh, business sort of sort of. Uh, oh my god, that is awesome! So, yeah, you bought yourself a Dick Tracy suit. Oh, I got me a suit. 
No, I scrolled as far as I could, oh, and I, I put my finger on one, and it turns out you got 1940-style uh, fashion history. Well, as far as random clothes go, I think I hit the jackpot. That's awesome. So yeah. you've got suspenders, a very small tie, and shirt, a shirt and pants that are slightly too big, and, like, a trench coat. Uh, and, turn, and the, the two other things I almost uh, pressed were... Uh, Gym clothes and baby clothes. So you uh, you dodged a bullet there. Lucked out. <laughs> Good call. Good call. So um, yeah, I lift the suit over. Ooh. Gosh, I got me some formal wear now. This is awesome. All right. Formal wear. <laughs> yeah. What do you see? See? Yeah, I got me a suit now. So um, yeah, I'm gonna package it up, make sure that it's in my bag and stuff like that. Then. Uh, all right, so you said you got an omni hook that needs uh, transport. Yeah, she'll like fold it back up and yeah. like it, they're supposed to be man portable. So. All right, it's so. like a briefcase. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Do you grab the like personnel anti-material rifle? Yeah. All right, so when you grab well, that, 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 that should be mounted in, inside the mask, I think. Okay. Well, it had, I left it in her locker, basically. Oh, okay, yeah. yeah sure. So when you pick it up, you realize that, to his word, uh, Noir has made some modifications to it. Uh, the scope is already zeroed in. There's extra padding that's been added to the stock, and the stock has been filed down slightly, so it's a bit easier to put your like cheek up against it. Um, the, you notice that the trigger pull is significantly lighter, and the bolt action has been shaved down a little bit, so it's slightly easier to cycle. Uh, it's not bolt action. Oh, it's not bolt action? No. No, it ought, it ought to load. Okay, well then, scratch that last one. And uh, he's also basically shaved down like as much excess material as he could off of the gun, so it's about pound and a pound and a half lighter. Which, like, so none of them are really going to make you, like, the fastest gun in the West, but they're all, like, pretty nice quality of life improvements. Mm. Oh, and one other thing, he's also made it so that when you flip the bipods up, they form, like, a hand grip that you can use. Very nice gun. Yes. No, you, you, you have your Metal Gear 3 moment where you're like, yeah, oh, cut, cut the stock. Every part of this gun has been crafted to make it the better killing machine. <laughs> I check it over for Smith Shimano uh, <laughs> logos. Smith Shimano would be proud of this of this gun you've made, Harry. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, so uh, yeah, you uh, unfortunately, uh, Blitz, unless you want to wear your suit instead of your hard suit into your mag, which you can do. Uh, I'd rather wear my hard suit, you know. So, so you both get into your hard suits. Uh, you get into your cockpits. They have that nice new cockpit smell, unless you ask for a specific smell. Um, nah, nah, I'm good. Yeah. Does the thresher just have like bags of freshly cut grass that have been added well, to it? It smells like whatever. He's he's had it since he got it. Oh yeah. So <laughs> his, his, yours are yours are all freshly printed. And his came like this. Ah yes. Yeah. Uh, yeah, Panofika's, uh, one thing about her cockpit is that she no longer has the motorcycle-style seat. Now it's a, um, it's actually like a command chair, and it rotates independently of the facing of the turret. Mm. Cool, cool. Alright, so yeah, you, uh, you, uh, as you cycle your engines and uh, turn on your reactor for, for the first time, um, Panoptica, yours is actually very smooth. It, uh, it, it's almost like those cars that are like designed to like it have shock absorbers. Like you, like you hear it hum, but it purrs more like a cat than like a raven, like uh, an engine. Mm -hmm. um, and uh, your mech begins to move, and uh, yeah, the movements are incredibly smooth and accurate. Your you your your Everest feels like a bulky like weight compared to this thing. This thing moves incredibly efficiently and smoothly. Mm -hmm. Blitz, on the other hand, yours revs like it's a muscle car. Oh yeah. Um, you as you as you pull the ignition on it, uh, the shoulders flare. Um, the reactor comes alight. Uh, your cockpit warms up for a second, which yep. concerns you, but then it still quickly cools off. Um, and yeah, you feel like you are piloting, you know. Uh, a multi-ton mass of metal and fist. Okay, so I flex my fingers experimentally, and I just <laughs> whisper to it, you and me, together, we will ascend into legend. And with that, I take my first few steps out of the cock out of the hangar. Yeah, so uh, you guys go come out into, uh, it w I wouldn't call it like a full-on blizzard, but it is still snowing. Mm -hmm. Um, you see the gigantic footprints that the yeah. uh, that the uh, the Barbarossa left yeah, behind. Literally, take for you guys like two steps for each one of his one like footsteps. Yeah. What is uh, what is the the thresher sound like when it turns on? Oh, so the thresher it, it, for you it's it, it's become normal. Mm -hmm. uh, but, as, <laughs> but, as, but as you like turn turn 
whatever the ignition for a horror smack is, um, all each system turns on. It's different every time, almost for you. But all the systems turn on. Um, there are various like crackles and uh, you know. Uh, Almost like circuitry and veins within your cockpit, despite mm-hmm. any customizations you've done. It's weirdly um, organic. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Out of the corner of your eye, one of the screens flashes, it looks like it says something, you look at it, and uh, no, it's just, as usual, it's, it's probably nothing. Um, you hear tricks. a beating noise coming from within. Yeah, uh, well, it, 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 there is actually kind of like a rhythmic sound. It's not like an engine, it is like a pulse. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, yeah, the, uh, the singularity on your back. Um, seems to come alive a little bit um, and vibrate the pulsing blue uh, ultraviolet light from it uh, seems to pulse in rhythm with the engine um, you're, you kind of like rear up for a moment and check all your digits and they articulate un- unnaturally but in a way that you expect um, and then you kind of like your, your arms elongate Slightly just to check their dexterity, and uh, you're good to go. Good to go. Yeah. I'd imagine mine just sounds like a diesel like truck engine turning over. Oh yeah, yeah. Your yours is like work is like working a crane or like a, a steamroller. Yeah. It's just like. <laughs> you you almost expect to hear beep beep when you start moving back. <laughs> Hey everyone, thanks for listening. You can find us on Tumblr at listentothesenerds.tumblr.com or on Twitter at LTTNCast. All our music is sourced from Incompetech.com and is licensed under Creative Commons by Attribution 3.0. You can email us at listen to these nerds at gmail.com.